Hey everybody, welcome in. It is the week 9 episode of the South Lot Football Guys. With you as always, uh, at the controls here, Evan Newberger, with my partners in crime, Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. Guys, how we doing? doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Just looking forward to get in and get out to watch this Niners-Packers game. Yep, yep. Starting, uh, we're, we're a day behind this week uh, due to some... Uh, work complications of my own, so I apologize to Oops. everybody for that. But uh, still, real quick take on the Packers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a real quick one. We'll get it out of the way. But uh, we're recording this about an hour and a half before the uh, pack start. Uh, so uh, you know this should be out by the time that game starts, and we'll we'll sit down and we'll watch it. We'll take it in. And hopefully, we'll win a little money. Uh, but before we get into all that, uh, Robbie, why don't we take a look at the news? News, a couple trades, uh, nothing too major at the trade deadline. Uh, Desmond King was dealt to the Titans, uh, really good return man, uh, nickel corner for the Chargers. I actually really like this move for the Titans, um, picking up a good former Pro Bowl player. And then Kawan Alexander traded to the Saints from the 49ers. Uh, I think this is a cat move maybe, but 49ers, uh, you know, they've been really banged up, uh, chipping off a a piece for a future future draft pick. Um, injuries this week. Um, we're talking about more 49ers here. It seems like every week they always land on a, an injury report. But Jimmy G, um, yeah, it, it, same thing with uh, George Kittle. Looks like they're both going to be out for you know eight 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 games or so. Uh, really unfortunate for that team. Kenny G also uh, injured. I think his is not going to be as bad. Maybe a two to three week injury. Uh, Miles like- Gaskin, same same exact situation i think um both i don't know if kenny g went on the ir but miles gaskin is on i don't the think IR. kenny, kenny g not on ir as of yet okay yeah. okay and then hip injury and then last news uh vic beasley was released uh, by the titans uh, that was he's a bad player not a good signing you, you know you don't release him after i mean his game. last like three years in atlanta were bad mm-hmm. uh yeah not he somehow lost it. I don't know. But and, then, and then the COVID. He had like one good year in yeah, Atlanta. <laughs> the Super Bowl year for Atlanta, he was great. And then nothing after that. Yeah, COVID news. Um, other than tonight's game where the Packers pretty much uh, don't have their running backs and the 49ers don't have their wide receivers. Um, Matthew Stafford also came in on the COVID list. That's a big name. Uh, watch out for that game. See if he's going to be in or not. Um, Cody White here for the Bears. Mm-hmm. That's going to be huge loss he he tested positive so he's not even have a chance i think stafford has a chance to play yep all right well uh thanks adam for the read there um let's get into uh our performance from last week uh so we'll take a look here guys locks of the week adam packers minus seven oh i missed so i missed yeah that one uh you know, I don't know. I don't know where that Vikings came, team came from, but I mean, that's the team that I think everyone was hoping they'd be all year. Yep, showed up. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Jeez. Cook was a monster in that game. He is. Yeah, that was unreal. Yeah, single-handedly won them that yep. game. Uh, Robbie, you had uh, Eagles minus eight and a half. Yeah, I think at the time we thought it was minus three and a half, but I stuck with it. Uh, I felt didn't like matter anyways about the yeah. Eagles. Yeah, covered that line anyways. Boom. 
And then uh, I took the Panthers minus two in that Thursday night game against the Falcons. Oh, I yeah, not great. Didn't work. Did not work. Bad buy. Uh, but we bounced back. Um, so we're through eight weeks, and we thought it would be a good idea to uh, take a look at uh, each of our performances thus far, uh, see uh, kind of what our individual uh, stats are, like what team are we currently the best with, what division do we seem to know uh, very well, worst team, worst division, overall record, uh, things like that. So, uh, Adam, to start it off, um, Steelers, you're 6-1. and one. When uh, betting on the Steelers, not uh, I guess when you're just picking that game, um, not that you're picking the Steelers all the time, but uh, so you're six and one in the games involving the Steelers, uh, the division that you're the best at, the AFC North. Not surprised there. You got a good knowledge. Black and blue division. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Keeping an eye on them. Um, on the downside, though, the Seahawks one and six when Sheesh betting. Seahawks. Yeah. Yeesh. Sheesh. <laughs> and uh, the <laughs> NFC West. Uh, twelve and eighteen there. You know the pretty boys out west. Uh, I can't. I, I can't get behind that type of football. You, you know, know, it's those four o'clock games. That's yeah, when. You know, that's when we take our naps anyway. You know, that's when the hangover starts getting. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, Adam, fifty-eight, fifty-seven, and four. So still above five hundred. Yeah. All right. Uh, me personally, uh, I'm on the Seahawks pretty well. So uh, Adam, while you were one and six, I'm six and one uh, in betting games on the Seahawks. And usually I'm picking the Seahawks. I feel like I'm I've been on them a lot. Um, uh, on the NFC West, I'm 18 and 12. Um, so no doubt helped out by the Seahawks there. But opposite of what Adam exactly is the of me. <laughs> I, I just gotta listen to you a little bit when I'm picking. <laughs> you gotta go first on the NFC West games. And then uh, I think I've been okay on the Rams and the Cardinals, and I've kind of missed the boat a little bit on the uh, Niners. I don't feel like I've gotten them right much. But 18-12 and 12 on the NFC West. Uh, the team I'm the worst with, the Minnesota Vikings, 1-6. and six. Liz would be upset. Um, <laughs> the AFC South is a bad division for me, 10-17-1 involving that, no doubt bolstered by my love for Gardner Minshew and my inability <laughs> to pick against them. Uh, I'll add to you at Doug Marone right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a rant coming at the. We might. We might. <laughs> I don't know. That guy might. Need, he's he's gonna lose his job. It's fine though. Um, overall, fifty nine, fifty six, and four. So uh, again, above five hundred. You know, stay in the black. Robbie, best team, the Jets. Yeah. Somehow you are seven and one when uh, picking games involving the Jets. Probably just, just got to pick against them. Just the fade machine yeah. there, yeah. Uh, the NFC East, so you just love bad football, apparently. Bad East Coast teams, absolutely <laughs> love them. Give them to me. Twenty-one and ten when uh, betting on the NFC East. Uh, worst team, the Vikings, one and six. So just like me, yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a feel for that. I one. think we no. were just like overestimating that team, and they burned us. I think you might be. And right. then like last then week we, they burned we just us. Shifted yeah. way too hard, and, <laughs> yeah. and then we, they, they bounced back. back. Yeah. Uh, worst division, also the AFC South. You are 11-16-1. And then, uh, no surprise here, your record, the best out of the three of us. 61-54-4. Uh, you are dialed in. We're oh, all yeah. over 500. Yeah, yeah. everybody's over 500, though, so, uh, you know, could be worse. Still up in the year for the cash. Yep, yep, barely, uh, but still up on the year. Um, we're up about two units overall right now, so... Uh, you know, we'll, we're due to hit another parlay. We'll, we'll put it like that. 
for what it's worth, uh, teams that we all have the same record on, uh, Chargers were 3-2-2, two, two. Giants were 5-3, and three. Packers were 5-2. and two. We've been very vocal about just picking the Packers all the time. Uh, Saints 5-2. and two. Uh, So, uh, yeah, just uh, some summary statistics there to, for you guys to uh, just get a feel on and uh, judge us by there. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I feel pretty good about where we're at. Um, like I said, still overall positive on our uh, our weekly bets. And uh, our overall record is above 500 for all three of us. So let's keep it going in the second half. For what it's worth, too, uh, last season, we didn't start out very hot. It took us a while to kind of hit our stride. But after about week 10 of last year, all three of us really went on a run. Yeah, uh, especially think, you, Adam. You you tore oh, it up. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think a big thing for me, at least, like I don't know. It took it took me a little bit to even get sort of down. I, COVID has really affected a lot of things this year. P- yeah. Preparation for teams, you know, um, installing new systems. This the amount of change in the limited amount of time these teams had. So I think you know at this point we we pretty much know have a good idea wh- who these teams are, and then you know give us a little bit easier idea projecting them going forward yep i'm with you so uh yeah we'll we'll see how things go here for the second half uh with that though guys why don't we get into our uh week nine preview uh so first up on the docket guys we have the 49ers playing the packers in a little over an hour at this point as of right now the packers are seven and a half point favorites with the over under set at 48 and a half and uh, we have gotten some news here. Oh, we, we do have a line live. <laughs> the line just moved. Uh, we're, we're calling it six and a half now? I did, yeah, I, I just put a bet in <laughs> right before this <laughs> started, and it was at six and a half. So. Okay, so the Packers are at six and a half. We, we like that. Uh, so Pack at six and a half uh, favorites here on the road uh, in San Francisco. The over-under in this one is 48 and a half. Uh, did get word that Aaron Jones, it looks like he's going to start. Um, so Huge news. Yeah, yeah, they needed a running back, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, Robbie, we'll start with you. What do you think happens tonight? Well, I'm surprised that that shifted in favor of the Packers right there. Uh, I was Honestly, I was feeling pretty good about the 49ers uh, in this one, at least to cover at least all those points. I, I think they've got an outside sh- shot of um, a victory here at home. Um, I 49ers have just been really good all year stopping the run. I know uh, losing Quan Alexander is probably going to hurt them a little bit um, in that department, but uh, when, when Packers, they get get stopped by the run, they, they can't really get their offense moving, and uh, they, they've struggled offensively, and the Niners, uh, they've been a team that's been very good running the ball they're 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 known for the running the ball i mean i know they have their what's their who's their top receiver gonna be uh kevin white jason Bourne. (laughs) (laughs) jason Bourne. yeah i don't even think that guy's playing i think he's out yeah i think kendrick Bourne is out um so they really don't really have pass catchers like uh, jordan reed he's playing which is good thing for them but i don't think they need to i don't think i I don't think this Packers uh, run defense is good at all, and I, I think they'll be able to do what they do, uh, the Niners, that is, and run the ball on them. Um, and I I know it's a big thing getting Aaron Jones back, but I don't, I don't think that makes a huge difference if they are just not going to be able to run the ball that well. Uh, 
I, th- I think the Niners are going to be able to stay in this uh, more than what Vegas thinks here. So I, I like them. I, I already made a play on them for tonight, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to take the Packers here. I was originally feeling the 49ers when it was 7.5. Um, but, you know, ultimately I saw Aaron Jones uh, starting, and uh, that's going to that's gonna tip it in uh, the Packers' favor for me, plus the line dropping uh, below that key number of 7. Uh, so when it drops from 7.5 to 6.5, I like that, being able to hit on uh, 7. So I'll take the Packers here. I think getting Aaron Jones uh, and having him as a big piece of their offense, LaFleur likes to use those pass-catching running backs uh, You know, in that offense. It's a key uh, cog in the offensive machine for him. The only thing that has me a little bit concerned is you think about the Packers, like two out of their last three games, you know, pretty pretty bad, pretty bad football. Now, the, the one game they did win, they bounced back in a big way. They looked great doing it. Um, but still, you know, both that Tampa Bay game and the, uh, the Vikings game last week, still kind of lingering in my head a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. Could just be a little midseason funk. Um, I do think they bounce back, though, tonight. And uh, I think they're able to cover the six and a half. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not as confident as I normally are with these uh, Packers lines, uh, but I'm still going to take the pack here. I think if it got to seven, I'd, I'd, I'd probably flip. But getting it at six and a half here, uh, I like it. I just don't see where the firepower is coming from the 49ers. It's going to be Nick Mullins, Jordan Reed, and, and a bunch of no-names versus Aaron Rodgers, you know, Devontae Adams. They got their four arsenal. Aaron Jones is in. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I, I can't see. And, and Kyle Shanahan can definitely draw up some ways to get this team some points. And and I could see that scenario where they, they end up, you know, covering here. But, you know, I, my bet's on the Packers here, their firepower um, coming into uh, Levi Stadium there and getting a little revenge for last year's NFC Championship game where they got boat raced. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see here. Uh, like the under here, too. 48 and a half is a high number, I think. You know, that's kind of what I was leaning to. Uh, I noticed it dropped over the last couple of days, too, because I, w- I was considering it at 50. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see it. 48 and a half. Two that's, decent defenses, that's kinda, yeah. That's kind of a high number for... Yeah, Thursday I, I'm night, I'm not too. expecting, like, a shootout. Yeah. I just, I, I don't see the Niners being able to put up enough. Like, I I don't know that they're... The, I don't know that they're getting much more than 17 in this one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to think the Packers will, Packers will probably get to 24. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Um... All right, next game up, guys, NFC East matchup. It is the New York Giants traveling to Washington, D.C. to take on the team. Uh, the team are three-point favorites at home with an over-under set at 41-and-a-half. Uh, guys, I'm all in on the Giants this week. Um, again, I've kind of been saying this for a little bit now. I just I think the Giants are just better than a lot of people think and better than Vegas seems to handicap them at. Uh Danny Dimes catching a lot of flack right now is turnover prone. Um, but you know, ultimately he is getting the ball, uh, you know, downfield. He can, uh, you know, get to outside of the pocket, make plays with his legs. This is going to be a sloppy game. Um, low scoring. I, I'm not sure either team's going to get to 20 points. Uh, but you know, for me, I just think the giants got a good chance to win this game. Uh, it should be close. Should be a tight game. 
you know, I really like plus three, but I'll be so bold as to say I think the Giants will win this one outright. So I've got a money line. I'm I'm with you on the Giants here. I've this this is one that I've kind of been flopping back and forth uh, the last couple days with. I I could see it going either way. I think I'm going to take the points with the Giants here. Um, I don't really feel too great about this in general. Uh, I mean the Giants they they've got they're probably the healthiest they've been in a while. So, um, and I I I'm not as scared of the team now that Landon Collins is gone and. Man, this is this is a coin toss to me. Um, this is not a game I'm probably gonna watch or bet on for that matter. Um, but for what it's worth, I'm leaning Giants here. But yeah, I really like the team. Um, you know, when I look at this game, Kyle Allen, he's I mean, he's gotten better in each one of their games. Uh, he started three of them. You know, it takes a little bit for quarterback midseason get the group going with the team. Um, and then, you know, the team had a bye last week and Giants are playing on short rest. You know, that has to count for something. Uh, I know the Giants are getting healthy, um, but, you know, strength strength against weakness is what I see here. Team's defense is really good at ball hawking, getting sacks. And Danny Dimes, he, I mean, I, he's a good quarterback, but his turn, he, he's the most turnover-prone quarterback in the league. Danny drops and... You know, that's going to happen one or two times this game. It always does. And, you know, they always end up shooting themselves in the foot. And, you know, give me the three points at home for the team. In, in a huge – I mean, this is a big division game for these teams. Yeah, yeah. Both still very much in it. So yeah. uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Uh, I, w- I want to I switch back to the team. Team, man. We, we I will to... allow it if you want to. You want to get your official <sighs> pick. You just gave all your reasonings. But, t- you know, go ahead. I, I, this is a game again. I, I – I, think it could go either way with three three is a good line three is a I really mean, good line for this game i do think that kyle allen has been less turnover prone than what we saw earlier in the year with haskins flop we're gonna flop i'm going team wow okay now i want to switch back i'll i'll loan wolf it on the giants and screw everybody me against the world um all right uh right now uh our next game up guys we've got the chicago bears taking on the tennessee titans the bears travel to nashville in this one where the titans are favored by six and a half points right now uh, with an over under of 46 and a half bears are going through their own covid troubles right now the hell's hall is just put on lockdown so uh you know unclear right now if there's going to be uh any key inactives from this game for the Bears, but uh, you know we just kind of have to take this uh, as it is right now. So, uh, Adam, why don't you start this one off? You know, I don't think that I don't think the Bears are going to win this game. But you know, these are two teams that like to play close games, and for you know the Bears to be six and a half, get six and a half points here. You know, I'm I'm gonna take them. I, I I'm. I, they seem to just make every game close, whether it's a good team or a bad team. They play up to their competition. They play down to the worst teams. Um, you know, we I don't know what the Bears are. So <laughs> no, nobody does. You know, Nagy could have you know his first good game and play calling all year, and they 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 can win this game. But uh, no, I I just think that you know the Titans. I don't know if I just don't know if their offense is gonna 
blow the Bears out. You know, I, the Bears defense is too good. I, they're not going to let Tannehill beat them. If anything, it's going to be Derrick Henry that carves them up. Um, and then on the flip side, the Titans, they are one of the worst teams at getting to the pass rush. And that's the one thing that the Bears need. Uh, they, they can't they can't handle pressure right now. Uh, so that's a, that's a blessing for them in this game. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to take on the lean on the Bears here. Getting six and a half points, I think that's a little bit too much for two teams that play close. Yeah. Um, well, I initially when when we were going through this, when we had our docket yesterday um, up, um, it was Titans minus five and a half, and kind of some of the same reasons um, as you were saying. Um, I, I was on the Bears. Um, expected maybe a closer game. Uh, I do really like the under here. I like the under forty six and a half. Uh, I'm not confident that's it's going to be that high, especially not from this Bears offense. Um, and then I, when I saw the, all the COVID, uh, the, um, out, uh, what am I trying to say? When I, when I saw the, the Bears, uh, were pretty much their old line is going to be out this game. I kind of flopped to the Titans seeing, you know, six and a half that, it's not that big of a swing, but then, yeah, I think I think you're right. I'm switching back to the Bears. Um, <laughs> Flop City over here, I love it, man. Uh, yeah, that that long way to get where we needed to be, but uh, yeah, I, I this Titans defense is not very intimidating at all, especially that D line. Uh, I I think the Bears are going to just be fine, even with their their second stringers. Um, I think they'll be able to keep it close. Uh, I I don't feel great about this game. But I'll side with the Bears with the points. Yeah, um, you talk about the Titans' de- uh, our defense being nothing to be concerned about with, but uh, you know you could say the same thing about the Bears' offense. Um, you know, for me, what I'm concerned about in this one is I think the Titans are going to be able to run all over the Bears. That's kind of the one place you can really attack the Bears, and they're uh, they're a smaller defense, uh, with the exception of Akeem Hicks up the middle. Uh, but they're a smaller defense, kind of more predicated on speed uh, than physicality. And uh, it works well with uh, kind of the way you know teams like to play football now, which is, uh, you know, quick uh, and vertical passing games. But, you know, the Titans are an old-school team, uh, you know, that likes to run power, power O, and, uh, you know, Derrick Henry is a monster of a man, and I think the Bears are going to have trouble with him. Uh, Roquan Smith seems to have trouble with larger uh, running backs. So uh, I, I worry about uh, the Titans just being able to really uh, control the clock in this one. And if the Bears uh, have any trouble on offense early, uh, that their defense is just going to get tired and gassed in this one. Um, and, you know, they could just be behind the eight ball. So uh, that's my concern with that. I, I could see this one kind of going the way with the Rams where the Bears just kind of get down early and not able to climb back in it. But uh, I'm going to take the Titans minus six and a half. All right, next up, guys, uh, we've got the uh, Lions taking on the Vikings in Minnesota. Uh, Vikings are four-point favorites at home, and the over-under in this one is set at 52. Uh, so I'll start this one off. You know, Stafford is uh, questionable to play right now with, uh, you know, a COVID designation. We'll see what comes of that. Uh, you know, that minus four line is essentially pricing in that he'll play, um, as it seems. I'm 
I'm going to lean on the Lions, assuming Stafford plays. Four points on the road just seems to be a bit too much. I know Delvin Cook and the Vikings have looked better as of late, but um, you know these division games are tight. Uh, teams know each other well. You know, should be low-scoring physical game. Uh, so give me the Lions with the points. Yeah, I, I by full indications from what I've been seeing is that Matt Stafford will be playing. Um, it doesn't look like he has anything. Um, it's more just protocol thing. So if you're thinking about taking the Vikings now and hoping for a line swing in your favor later, I probably wouldn't do that. Um, but you I'm, got the I'm great with Chase Daniel backing up. <laughs> That is true. Man, I mean, he, he is uh, one of the best backups in the league by far. Had the displeasure of watching him. Pace paid uh, him like he was. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, he he was good. Uh, uh, he was good. A uh, mentor for Trubisky. That's why. <laughs> look how well that turned out. Yep. Ooh. Um, Lions. I, I'm gonna side with them too. They're they're just um, they're they're looking pretty good right now. Um, I I think this is gonna be a competitive game. Vikings obviously showed a little spark against the Packers this past week. Um, especially with uh, for the tune of Dalvin Cook just running all over everybody. But I think the Lions are going to be able to compete in this one. Um, I, I like where they're at on both sides of the ball. Um, I'll take the Lions with the points. I, I don't feel great about this game, but um, I, I think taking the points with the Lions is the right call. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Inner division, yeah, I, yeah, I take the points here. I mean, Going into last week, I would have thought this would have been more like a pick 'em, um, but you know, Lions did not show up against the Colts, and then Vikings went into Lambeau, got a huge win against the Packers. Um, you know, I'm 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 gonna still lean with the Lions here. I think, you know, both these teams are getting healthy. Both teams seem to be trending up. Uh, I just think the Lions have a little bit more on the offensive side, and um, man, I don't feel great about this. I, I, I'm gonna stick with the Lions. Uh, yeah, I think they should they should keep this within you know field goal game, but I I wouldn't be surprised if Vikings continue that momentum and cover this at home. But yeah, this is probably one I won't be betting. Yeah, I feel you with that. Like just because there Dalvin Cook could just take over a game like he did last week. That like I I feel you on that one. That that's kind of why I'm a little uneasy. Yeah, about that, it too. they got a young defense, but you know it, it won't take them long for Zimmer to get them into shape. And I think mm-hmm. that's sort of happened. You're seeing that now. So I mean, I yeah, this is a tough one. Good line. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna stay off this. All right. Uh, next up, guys, we've got the Carolina Panthers uh, heading to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Chiefs are ten and a half point favorites at home. Can I flip to the the Vikings? <laughs> Will you allow I, it? I I don't see why not. Go for it. I'm going on. I'm going in on the Vikings. I talked myself talked myself into it. I I think they get the job done at home. Well, you're probably better on the Vikings than uh, Evan or I are. So uh... that that did come into my consideration. <laughs> 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 well, I wanted to fade you too. Yikes. That is very I'm fair, joking. actually. Nice. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, okay, so Adam, you're on the Vikings. Uh, Robbie and I are on the uh, Lions still. Officially moving on to the next game, it's the Panthers taking on the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are at home in this one, and they are 10.5-point favorites with an over-under of 52.5. Guys, for me, 
I've been on the Panthers all year. Um, I just uh, this is another team I I don't think Vegas gives enough respect to. We know the Chiefs can run up the score, but uh, I just think the Panthers are a little bit better than people realize. Um, coming off a tough uh, loss against the Falcons last week, I think that they uh, can respond here. Ten and a half just seems like too much. I don't know. The Chiefs have had at times some struggles offensively this year, where they've struggled to get into a rhythm. You, you know, I, I could potentially see this happening in this one. Ten and a half just seems like a lot. I'm going to go with the Panthers here. I think Teddy Bridgewater is able to do enough and, you know, potentially a backdoor cover situation here. Is Christian McCaffrey's playing in this one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's expected to play. And that that's that's why it, it seems like this is very a little favorable for the Panthers. So I'm, I'm going to side with the Panthers, too, on this game. Um, yeah, I think there is some um, recent recency bias going on with the recent uh, Thursday night game uh, where the Panthers um, lost it to the Falcons, and I'm sure people think, hey, well, you know, Falcons aren't good, so that means the Panthers aren't good, but I, I don't think that's true. Um, their weather was pl- it played pretty big into that game last week, um, actually thinking about it uh weather reports for pretty much all games this weekend looks pretty nice uh i I think generally warmer weather uh nothing really crazy going on no hurricanes so (laughs) fingers crossed last week we had those wind games up here a lot of wind games there was a lot of wind games that browns game was wild with the wind oh yeah that that was um but i'm not expecting any of that and i mean this i i think McCaffrey in is going to give it a little extra boost um, to keep the Panthers in this, but uh, ten and a half is a lot. I'm going to side with the Panthers. I I don't feel great about it because I know that the Chiefs could just absolutely run away with it, like they like they can. They're, they're a team that could run away with it, but I don't think they will here. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here. I you know I think both teams are going to have success moving the ball. I, I can. I think the over underline is at 52 and a half. I, I love the over in this game. I, I, I fully expect this one to be a shootout. Um, you know, I, I'm just not going to bet against the chiefs until, you know, and, and you know, they're always due for maybe one out of every six games where they sort of throw up a dud and don't cover. But I, I feel like, you know, 10 and a half here, they're a significantly better team. And, you know, Panthers past defense this year has been pretty susceptible. Um, yeah, I know they, yeah, and I'm just going to lean the Chiefs here. You know, they, they've been beating teams pretty good, uh, minus a few hiccups earlier in the year. I, I think they're rolling into gear. And, uh, yeah, at home here, they're class above the Panthers. I, I'm, I'm expecting to cover. All right, uh, so that'll do it for that one, guys. Uh, let's get on to our next one. And uh, we're looking at the Houston Texans heading into Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Where uh, the Jaguars are seven point fav- or sorry seven point underdogs at home, with an over under at fifty. Uh, so I'll start this one off, guys. And uh, for me, you know, I think this is a this is a big chance for Deshaun Watson to to get right. Um, you know, Jags. This is a this is a game without Minshew. Um, so we have to take that in consideration. They're starting Jake Luton or Lutton. Um, and it doesn't really matter how you pronounce his name because uh, Texans are going to dominate this one. 
I think that they're able to handle the seven with ease. I'm going to lock that up. It's a lock! No! I just, I think this is an opportunity where we see a potent Texans offense go up against a weak Jags D, uh, really run up the score. I just think uh, Luton in his first NFL uh, start will struggle, and, uh, you know, just they're just not going to be able to keep up. Uh, so I'd just be really surprised here if this was uh, a one-score game by the time it was all said and done. So uh, I'm on the Texans. Wow, surprised. Not on the Jags this week. Nope. No, no, no Minshew. Rarity. No Minshew. Rarity, so. No Minshew, and I can't do it. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm with you. I'm right there with you. This this Texans team seems to um, have had a new life ever since they fired uh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Blah. <laughs> that was, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the Texans are going to have no problem running away with it. Um, I, I think the Jaguars can compete in this, I, even even with Lutton. Um, I mean, James Robinson has just been too good this year. I think he's going to have a chance to be able to roll over this kind of defense. But um, I, I still think the Texans have just so much more firepower, um, especially against this weak Jags D that I, I – would not be surprised if they ran away with it. Yeah, it's one of those rare games where both teams are actually coming off a bye. Um, you know, I, I'm going to take the Texans here. I'm I'm pretty confident. Um, the one thing, I don't know, Doug Marone, he, he, he seems to be pulling some moves. He, he had a quote where he was saying that they're going to start doing some wild stuff and, you know, they were doing things that no one else does. And I, I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this team without Minshew. Um, I, I, it just seems to me like they, they they might like run the wildcat a ton. I, I don't know. They, they, you could see something wild this week coming out of the bye with the Jags. Uh, that's the one hesitation here because um, that Texans D is is not good at all. They've been they've been really bad. But you know Deshaun, I, he's going to carve up this team. That they need a win here. Um, Jags do not. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Texans the the cover. But you know this this is probably one I'm going to stay off. Now I'm wondering: Is this are both these teams coming off the bye? Is this was this supposed to be one of those London games that obviously can't happen anymore? It could maybe. Well, this does, really, Jags, Jags this seems like a London game. Usually, yeah. you play like, and then you get the bye after. Is it after? Yeah. So maybe yeah, maybe they had to flip. I don't know. I don't know. The NFL usually, I think, always gives teams that play in London the bye. But yeah. Afterwards, uh, but yeah, um, but okay, we're all on the Texans there. I locked it up, uh, so um, we'll see on that one. But uh, so far, we feel pretty good about it. Next game up, uh, intriguing matchup here. It's the Baltimore Ravens heading into Indianapolis, take on the Colts, where the Colts are two and a half point underdogs at home. Uh, over under in this one set at 45 and a half. Uh, Robbie, why don't you uh, start this one off? This this should be a good game between uh, two contenders in the AFC. Um, Colts are going to be looking to pull off the upset, but in this one. But uh, honestly, I'm not really seeing that. I f- feel pretty good about the Ravens coming on a bounce back after a tough loss to the Steelers this past week. Um, which honestly, the Ravens didn't even look that bad in. It, it was just a close back and forth battle. Um, between the two teams, which I can kind of see this uh, game script going by 
similar fashion. I, I could see the Colts and Ravens going back and forth in it, but at the end of the day, I mean, wow, two tough defenses, first of all. Um, but I, I'd have to give the side to the Ravens on defense, and offensively, I, again, I might have to give it to the Ravens. So I, I think the Ravens are going to have no problem covering two and a half, um, even away from home. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that I'm pretty confident about that. Yeah, I, I love the Ravens here. It's actually going to be my lock of the week. It's a lock. No. Yeah, when you look at that game last week, um, you know, the turnovers really doomed the Ravens. They had over 260 yards rushing uh, without Mark Ingram. I, I actually think that they probably should be running the Gus Bus, Edwards, and Dobbins more than it, they they look better than Mark Ingram at this current state. Um, and, you know, the Ravens over the last two years, the one thing that you can count on them doing is beating teams and covering spreads against teams that they're better than. Uh, last week, you know, I was on the Steelers because, you know, they were not clearly better than the Steelers. Um, and, you know, they proved it. They, they lost. Uh, still, I think they, they they outplayed them and, you know, a couple things go their way. They they win that game and they cover. But against the Colts, I, I truly think that they're a class above this team. I don't see Phillip Rivers doing much against this defense and you know vice versa you know i they're going to be able to run the ball on they ran they ran the ball for almost 300 yards against the steelers i know this colts defense is really good but they're going to be able to run the ball um you know lamar he has not looked good this year throwing the ball um really bad game last week but you know he, he he's better than this i think some of his weapons are better than this and yeah, give me give me the Ravens here. I, I can't see the Colts. I don't see a path for the Colts to, you know, pull the upset here. Yeah, I'm also in on the Ravens here, and I, I think their defense wins this one more than anything. Um, you, uh, Robbie, you kind of mentioned it last week that they were, uh, you know, they had a really tough matchup against, uh, you know, probably a top four team in the league with the Steelers, and uh, they were in that game. Uh, at the end, and you know, really the difference in it was uh, was a pick six by Lamar. Um, anytime you have those, you know, huge, uh, big swing plays, um, you know, it, it throws, you know, it'll really throw a wrench in a line, and uh, you know that that's just a tough one to overcome. But uh, I think the Ravens uh, bounce back in a big way in this one. I think, as you pointed out, Adam, that Phil Rivers isn't going to be able to do a thing against these corners. Um, you know they break on the ball too well, and uh, you know they're they're just really disciplined. I think they're uh, going to get secondary uh, Ngakwe in this game too for the first game. Yeah, um, that's key. The pass rush should eat Rivers alive too. He's not going to be able to uh, hang back there for too long and and go through his reads. So uh, I I think it could be a long day for the Colts. Um, you know, two and a half points. I, I I do think the Colts defense will hold its own. Against this Ravens offense, which admittedly has been struggling, as you pointed out, Adam, but um, I just think the Ravens defense really holds the Colts. Um, I I don't think the Colts are getting twenty in this one, and uh, you know I expect the Ravens to be able to uh, get to about twenty four or so. So I they should be able to cover the two and a half. It would really surprise me if they didn't. All right, guys, next game up, uh, another really good matchup here. It's the uh, Seattle Seahawks taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo is a three-point underdog. 
at home, and the over-under is set at 54.5. Adam, you've got a strong take on this one. Uh, Why don't you lead it off? Well, I mean, I'm I'm, 1-7 on the Seahawks this year, so you guys are doing good to fade me here. Um, I'm taking the the Bills. Um, I just think that, you know, both these teams, both these teams are, I I view as sort of similar um, quarterbacks that, you know, elevate the players around them. Seahawks are clearly better offense, but I think the Bills have the edge on the defensive side. And, you know, getting three points here, I I just expect this to be a close game. Um, You know, 50-50 on who wins this one, but for, you know, in my view, for the Bills to be getting three points here at home, I'm going to take that because I think, you know, a healthy John Brown is really what makes this offense go. has that vertical element similar to, what DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett provide to the Seahawks offense. Um, and I think, I think the bills sort of get, get right on offense after the last, you know, three, four weeks of them struggling. Seahawks secondary is a defense or defense that you can, you can get right against too. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know, with John Brown coming back, you know, I think that helps their, the bills offense. Um, especially in the fact that, you know, the Bills were like a team that started red hot offensively and then they kind of dropped off recently. They haven't really been as explosive. And I think John Brown will help with that. Um, but I'm not so sure they're going to keep pace with the Seahawks here. I think the Seahawks are just too good, too high powered of an offense uh, t- that I think they'll be able to pull off three right here. I'm not super confident in the spread in this, but I. I know it's a 54 and a half uh, and that's the highest over under on the week, but I kind of like the over here. I kind of like the bills to be able to bounce back offensively um, and the Seahawks to be able to do what they have been doing on offense and just absolutely run with it. So I'd like the over here. I think that's going to be my only play in this game. I do like the over too. You you convinced me there. That's a good play. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to be on the Seahawks. Um, This is a tight game though. Uh, so I'll I'll take Seahawks minus three. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this one plays out. I I don't know that I'll bet it just because it's it's so these teams are pretty evenly matched. Uh, you know, there's there's injuries on both sides. Uh, but when I look at this, I ultimately just think that uh, that Seahawks offense is just a bit a bit more potent than the Bills. I think. Um, you know, just the threats they have on the outside with Lockett and, and Metcalf especially. Uh, just could post some fits here for the Bills' uh, defense. I don't expect the Seahawks to be running the ball much, um, you know, but, but that's okay. I mean, they, they didn't do it last week, and uh, they were just fine. So, um, yeah, the three points just seems like a pretty low number for the Seahawks team that uh, can really just run away from you at, at any given moment. So I'll, I'll take the Seahawks here on the road. All right, next up, guys, we've got the Denver Broncos uh, heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home with an over-under set at 50. Um, guys, I'll start this one off. So the Broncos, um, you know, went from, uh, you know, came from behind in a big way last week against the Chargers team that can't hold a lead to save its life, and uh, they get the joy of facing a Falcons team that, also cannot hold a team, uh, cannot hold a lead to save its life. So, um, you know, I, three and a half points here against the Falcons team that has shown us one time this year 
that uh, they've got the composure to uh, you know maintain a lead in the fourth quarter. I love the Broncos here. Uh, I think they got a great shot to win this one. They're probably really fired up after that huge come from behind win last week. Um, you know, they they've got weapons uh, on the offensive side of the ball that they're working with, despite all the injuries. Uh, you know, Locke is making it work. I I, I just think. Anytime you can get this Falcons, you're seeing this Falcons team favored. Like you, you really have to question it. Um, you know they're a bad team. Their locker rooms in disarray. Uh, Tech McKinley already mouthing <laughs> off uh, to the media this week. Uh, you, you know that that team's toast. They're they're absolutely toast. They're fried. Uh, this is it's been a long road since that Super Bowl loss. A lot of things haven't gone right for them uh, since then. And uh, you know they're on the verge of a rebuild. And I think the guys in the locker room know that. Uh, I love the Broncos here, um, but interested uh hear what you guys think. Yeah, I, I love the Broncos here. Um, I They're a team that's been slowly creeping up to me. Um, I think they're slowly getting better as the season go, is going on. Um, I think the only thing that really scares me is that the Falcons, they just love to hang around in games, and you saw it with Carolina that they're able to finish the job finally. Um, but I just not... I'm just not convinced that the Falcons are going to be able to do it again. This Broncos team is just playing with a lot of heart right now. Uh, Locke's been looking pretty good. He's as a pass thrower uh, for the Broncos. And um, I, I think I, I want to say the Broncos are going to win this game because I, I, I feel say like it, they should. Say it, say it. But three and a half, I, I absolutely love. I, I think that's a good good line right there. Not money line? I, I just I want to. But I can't lock it in. If you if you won't, I will. I'm gonna uh, shame you and change it on the spreadsheet <laughs> Change uh, it for I, you. I, hey. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, just because it's not one of my confident picks, <laughs> I'm not confident in the money line. I like I, I still like them uh, to win. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I mean when when I look at this game I I look at two different two team tail of two teams where you know Broncos the last two years played really close games. I think they are a well coached team and sort of play above their skill level. And then on the opposite side, you have the Falcons, who are the complete opposite. Not a well coached team, have a ton of talent, but don't play a, play to that skill set. And um, yeah, I, I just I love the Broncos here. They've been playing with heart. I I I think their their skill players. You know, they might not have a star, but they have a huge group of players that can make plays. You know, Hamler, Patrick, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, both running backs, uh, you know, Lindsey and, and Gordon. Um, yeah, I just think I, they're a better team than the Falcons, and you're getting them at, you know, three and a half points in this game. I, I love them with the points, and, and I'll take a money line because I think that they will win this game. They're they're just a better team. They've played a lot tougher competition in the Falcons and you know like like you guys mentioned these are two teams going in opposite directions and and I'm not I'm not sure where this line is is at but I'm, I'm gonna try to capitalize on it yeah fine twist my arm Evan I'm gonna <laughs> go money line Broncos plus I'm not one. even on a money line I'm just giving you shit for it plus 170 let's go there it is like, hey that's great value yeah you gotta take that yeah you know what I'm on I'm on the money line too. We're all Broncos. we're all money line. Broncos. Can we change that into our parlay? Because right now it's not currently in it. I think we we need to get that in there. You you, you, te- you ruin the the tease of it all, Adam. Here, 
We'll 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 incorporate it. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll, we'll incorporate it. it. Yeah. Uh, not money lando. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on. Let's get the juice. Let's get the juice. Come on. We'll we'll discuss You this. got yeah, the juice okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh next game up is the Oakland Raiders. Oh not Oakland. Uh Las Vegas <laughs> Raiders. Um taking on the LA Chargers. Chargers are minus one at this one at home, and the over-under is set at 53. Um, yep, very similar to my argument for uh, the uh, Broncos last week, guys, is uh, or the, this week against the Falcons. I'm going to use the same logic uh, for the Raiders taking on the Chargers. Um, you know, I need the Chargers to show me that they know how to actually close out a game before I can see them as a favorite. And, uh, you know, for the Raiders to be a dog in this one, uh, just just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, I, I'm taking a money line. I know it's only minus one, but you know you might as well take that value. Um, so give me the Raiders in this one. I just think uh, Derek Carr and uh, uh, Josh Jacobs and that offense will be able to do enough. You know they're really uh, using Darren Waller well right now. He's a big piece of that offense and he's playing well. Um, yeah, Charger side of the ball. Really like what I'm seeing out of Herbert, but uh, you know they just. They're not closing these games out. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, you know, that's, I, I can't believe they're, they're a favorite in this one. Uh, it really surprises me. So uh, I'm going to try and, and ride that trend and, and uh, take the Raiders and your money line. Yeah, I don't understand this Chargers team. Uh, it, like, even, the games are losing. Their offense is looking good, like, even through the fourth quarter. I, I don't understand how they're losing these games. Like, and, and until, like, I'm... Yeah, I'm at the point where I don't even want to touch these guys because, you know, they're, they're Anthony Lynn is a walking loss right now. I don't, he can't buy a win. Um, and this Raiders team, I think, you know, they've had some COVID issues, some some injuries. Uh, I I think I honestly think this is the better team than the record indicates, and and how their recent play has indicated. I think this is a team that you know they'll look at interdivision. They they need this game. Um, and I, I think the Raiders or the Chargers are, you know, willing to <laughs> willing to give it to them. I, you know, I just watch if, if you watch the first three quarters of these Chargers games, you you think that they're, you know, playoff team, you know, but they they cannot find a way to win these games, and until they do, I, I'm gonna have to fade them. Yeah, these are two teams for me that I just can't get a good read on. I. I can't get a great read on the Raiders. I can't get a great read on the Chargers. I will say I think um, Chargers shipping off Desmond King is not going to be a bad thing for that defense. Um, I heard that he was on the the trade block mainly because he's been just complaining so much in the locker room about playtime and whatnot. Um, I know he, he's a all pro uh, slot corner, but... Um, I think the Chargers, the, the D is going to be a little revitalized with um, him move, moving to the Titans. Um, but, yeah, they just can't close out games, can they? Uh, what What is this Chargers team? I I don't like this game, but I'm going to side with the Raiders. I'm going to pick the coaching staff that I trust in more, and that's going to be Gruden's Raiders right here. I'm not trusting Anthony Lynn's. I don't like, uh, dislike Anthony Lynn. No, I, 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 I don't dislike him either. Like I, I, it's just I don't know what's going on with them right now. It's something. And like I, I was weird trying to like going. It, I, I, like the play calling, you can sort of blame, but like 
they're they're mixing up the run in the pass in the fourth quarter. That that like it's not like they're pulling a a Falcons where they would just run the ball and right. like you know like I don't understand how they're losing some of these games. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. It's it's a mystery to me. But like you like we've said, it's just I don't think you can you can't you can't right you can't go the, to that wall. You again. can't you can't you just can't bet on the Chargers right now. Um, you're just getting burned. Gotta put them down. Put them down. <laughs> put them away for a few weeks. All right. Uh, next game up, guys. We've got the uh, the Steelers uh, taking on the Cowboys here. It uh, this game's in Dallas and uh, Super Bowl like nine through twelve rematch, something like that. Uh, yeah. So uh, like Terry Bradshaw, yeah. would still be a better option for Dallas Cowboys probably than the, than the garbage. They hey, you could throw there. a good spiral. You know, <laughs> we've seen it. Recently, yeah, he, he, yeah, loves, he, he loves. He flexing. just loves it. Not, not Terry Bradshaw's got that stick on uh, Fox right now, where like it's like, oh, you win Terry's money. He's just like, my money. It's like, it's like, all right, we get it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, Terry. Uh, but at any rate, uh, the Steelers are thirteen and a half point favorites on the road in this one. Um, you know, Jerry World seen better days. Uh, the over under in this one is <laughs> at forty two. Uh, which uh, somehow isn't even our lowest number of the week. Uh, uh, Giants and the team were at 41.5. They were our low number. But, uh, guys, I'm, I'm on the Steelers on this one. I feel pretty good about it. I just I, I, I don't see how the Cowboys are going to muster any sort of offense out there. And, uh, you know, it's just you got the worst. You got one of the worst offenses in the league. You got one of the worst defenses in the league. And then you're facing a, a top four team in the league, so thirteen and a half. It should, for my money, it should probably be something like seventeen. Uh, I think they got this one. I, I like the Steelers here. I'm pretty confident in it. I'm gonna hijack this for a second. Do you think? I, I know Russell Wilson MVP. Like he, you know, he he's deserving it right now. But Dak Prescott, Dakota. I mean, he was on pace to set all time numbers. He goes down, and this offense looks like. You know, the 1990s Bears, like, I, I can't, I've never seen anything where one player has made that much of a difference. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Pay but, him. Yeah. Pay geez. him. Yeah, he needs to get paid. He's, he's a good quarterback. He makes that team work. He'll, he, he'll get paid. I mean, he's earning money right now with all this happening because right now the Cowboys are realizing how valuable he really is. It's very clear to me too, that he's like, I didn't realize before he's absolutely the heart and soul of that team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's he's, he's, he's the, he's the biggest piece of that he's, team. Yeah. He's the, he's the, he's the, uh, he's the guy that feels that entire team. Right. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. Adam. I mean, you know, when the Cowboys are good, Dak should be in uh conversation for, uh, most valuable player because um, you know he's he's doing a lot out there for him uh, and he's you know he's he's not afraid to make tough plays put his body on the line and it's it's a shame what happened to him I'm still still not happy about it still sad but uh, let's let's move on with our picks here <laughs> yeah I got you uh, no I'm, I'm I'm taking the Steelers here They're, I don't know how the Cowboys you know, I don't know who there's gonna who their quarterback is gonna be. Danucci, Cooper Rush, is Dalton completely out? I think so. Okay, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, yeah. Give me the Steelers. Up. That defense is gonna eat this offense alive. Danucci. Yeah, I, I at least three turnovers for the Cowboys. I, I yeah, this, this thirteen and a half is an awful lot to lay on the road, but I'm doing it here, and I'm happy about it. 
I feel great about yeah. it. <laughs> Robbie. Yeah, that's... I mean, ever since uh, Dak went down, what teams have just been selling out against the run, and it's been working. And <laughs> Steelers are pretty good at stopping the run as it is, so I don't really see a whole lot of movements on the offensive side of the ball for the Cowboys. And, you know, the Steelers could put up points. I mean, hell, I even think the Steelers' defense themselves could cover the spread of 13 and a half. So I, I'm going to make this one my lock. It's a lock! No! It's a lot of points, and normally don't like to bet on uh, covering a lot of points, but this one just... Steelers should have no problem running away with this one. Yeah, good and agree more, guys. Um, I think we're all pretty confident on this one, so we'll we'll see if we revisit it. Uh, next game up, guys, it is the Miami Dolphins heading out west to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are four and a half point favorites at home in this one, with an over under set at forty eight. Uh, Robbie, we'll go back to you. Uh, what do you think happens in this one? Oh, this one's out in the big toaster, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cardinals coming fresh off the bye. Um, But I think the Dolphins have been playing really well lately. Um, I think they're starting to get in the groove and that um, not only I think they're going to cover four and a half points, but I think they're going to win this game. Um, They're just – their defense is just picking up. Um, This Cardinals team just in general has been underwhelming – and I, I know they're without Kenyon Drake this upcoming week. Um, I fully believe Chase Edmonds is a good, as good of a caliber running back as Kenyon Drake is, um, at least in that system. But I, I think this Dolphins team is going to be able to um, make the push and, and win this game here. Um, they, they've just got, they're a team that's got a lot of heart right now. Um, Tua looked looked fine. You know the defense did a lot, help out a lot in that upset against the Rams, but um, I really like the Dolphins to win here. Yeah, I do, I do too. I like a money line. Um, I don't know if there's a better defense out there playing right now than the Dolphins. They're they got you know no name defense. Uh, Brian Flores has got them really playing good, um, and you know Kyler he's. Looked very good this year, but he has struggled, um, you know, making making plays down the field. And this Dolphins team is they're 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 a team that's going to capitalize on those mistakes and uh, make them pay. And you know, to be getting four and a half points here, um, you know, I I sort of feel like they are the better team. And uh, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking it. Um, I you know, getting a four and a half here is a great bet. But uh, you know, I. It's another game, I 50-50 on who's going to win. So uh, when I'm feeling like that, I'm taking a Dolphins money line for sure. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I'm i with you guys. This is a toss-up game for me. Um, I really like what I saw out of the Finns last week. Uh, it was a spirited performance against a Rams team that just beat the hell out of the Bears. Um, Tua didn't even play that well. Yeah, right. I mean, it. That's kind of the thing that worries me a little bit, though. They got a lot of scoring out of their their defense and special teams in that one. Um, Tua going on the road. I know the Cardinals aren't a great defense, um, but uh, can can he put up enough on the offensive end, and, and can that Dolphins D keep uh, uh, Kyler in check? Um, I think this is a fair matchup on favor. I think it's a really intriguing game. Uh, both these teams playing for something, which I think is great. Uh, two franchises that have kind of struggled 
in the last few years. So it's good to see them uh, kind of bouncing back here. You like to see that uh, kind of turnover in the league and, and some of these teams that have struggled come back. Uh, both of these teams just rebounded from the from the Rosen years. So <laughs> it's, it's nice to see. I think everybody just called that. Like as soon as Rosen was picked, it's like, yeah, he's not he's not good. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, for me – I like the Dolphins. I, I don't feel as good about it as you guys. I do like the Dolphins here. I like taking them plus four and a half. This game just it I really don't I it wouldn't surprise me if the if the Cardinals won this one by a touchdown though either. I, I expect it to be close. I'm gonna lean Dolphins plus four and a half, but I, when it comes down to it, I probably don't bet uh bet on it. Yeah, last time we saw the Cardinals they had a huge win against the Seahawks, so Yeah. And they got to buy, so yeah, no, I I agree with you there, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I I really like what I'm seeing out of that Dolphins hat. Like Brian Flores is like that that guy's that guy's the real deal. That's a great hire, um, and we've been saying that for a while. We were saying that last year. Uh, okay, guys, Sunday night football. Uh, we've got the New Orleans Saints heading into Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. Uh, minus four and a half. Uh, the Bucks are favored in this one at home. The over under set at fifty one. Uh, Antonio Brown uh, making his debut. Welcome back yeah. with a smile. Yeah, Walk so uh, Godwin set to come back too from the finger injury. So they're going to have their weapons out there. Booming. Uh, the Bucks defense is playing a lot better too. Uh, you know, guys, for me, I like the Bucks minus four and a half here. I think, uh, uh, you know, first time these teams played, the Bucks were still kind of figuring it out. In, Brady didn't seem on the same page with his wide receivers yet. Um, you know, this is going to be uh, one of the few games this year where both Evans and Goblin are healthy, and we're throwing A.B. into that mix. I don't expect A.B. to play the full uh, 100% of snaps or anything like that, but, uh, you know, he'll be out there. He'll make a difference. Yeah, I I think the tide has turned here in this in this NFC South division. I think the Bucks are the team to beat. Um, I don't care what happened in that first matchup. I think the Bucks' offense has come a long way since then. I think the Bucks' defense has also made a lot of strides since that first game. So, give me the Bucks here at home minus four and a half. Um, I think this is a statement win for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I, 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 I was not buying this Bucks team going into the year, but um, like you mentioned, Evan, this this is the team that's significantly improved from week one. Um, the secondaries really look good from the jump. Um, their O line has really gotten better. Um, I mean, you saw Tom Brady all over the ground in that Week One matchup against the Saints. Um, it, really, that Bears game, he got a little bit banged up, but other than that, he's had a clean pocket to work from in every other game. Um, you know, the weapons outside are getting healthy. Adn A B, um, Gronk, he's getting back into form. He's starting to look like the the old Gronk uh, the last few weeks and. Yeah, I love I love what I'm seeing out of the Bucks, and then on the Saints side, you know, they they won last week. Uh, can't say they played well or deserved that win, um, but yeah, they one one of the more unimpressing wins this year. And I, you know, they play like that against the Bucks on the road Sunday night against a, a Tom Brady that's motivated to make up for the the Week One loss. Yeah, give me the Bucks all day here, cover the four and a half. Yeah, yeah, like you mentioned, Evan, I think this is a statement win for the team in the division. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm loving the Bucks here. This is a Tom Brady make a statement game after that week one. Uh, I guess you could call it an embarrassment for them. Um, they, I mean, they didn't look good re- week one, but I mean, 
no no preseason. Uh, you, you can't blame them. They're really hitting their stride now, and as you guys both said, both sides of the ball. So I don't think there's too much more I need to say uh, besides maybe the Saints uh, maybe getting Michael Thomas back. That's, that's still a question mark. Um, he's logged limited practices all week. If he does come back, I don't think that makes a difference. I, I'm still loving the Bucks here. Carlton Davis shutting down everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, really it's – I think these are two teams just trending in opposite directions. Um, so uh, some people might be scared off by the four and a half. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I, I think I think the Bucks could win this one by ten and really surprise people. At least we get one good primetime game this weekend. Yeah. Do we need to consider the, this one for the – Podcast part, like spoiler alert. We're we're gonna be (laughs) we're gonna have to build this one live. Yeah, (laughs) build this one live here. (laughs) We got a lot of options. Yeah, we 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 might have jumped the gun on our initial picks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right, next game up, uh, guys. It is uh, Monday Night Football. Um, Get to hear Levy and Greasy and God, those guys are bad. I'm sorry. I I don't think it's Riddick's fault, but. yeah, it's it's not great though. Um, at any rate, uh, it's the Pats heading to New York to take on the Jets. Uh, Jets are seven point dogs at home in this one with the over under set at forty two and a half. I'm fading the Jets. I mean, it's 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 really what it is. Um, you know, last week I I had to take on the Patriots that um, you know they were going to rebound in a big way, and um, you know the that it was too early to fade them. And uh, I, I think I was right. They were in that game against the Bills the whole way. I uh, had a chance to tie it at the end. Uh, they did wind up covering. Um, so I, I think they've. I think Bill Belichick's figuring some things out there with that team. They're piecing it together as they go. Um, last week showed me enough that they've, they've got their shit together enough that I think that they can blow the doors off this Jets team and, and cover that seven points. Um, I'm not worried about it, so... I'll, I'll take Pats minus seven, feeling pretty confident about it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it, it, yeah, you, you pretty much said it. They're Patriots trending, trending good. They're trending in the right direction. You know, they're another team that sort of got the COVID bug, um, injuries. You know, and they did not sell at the the trade deadline. I know that was a big discussion on whether they would, you know, sort of tank this year. Um, but I think I think they still feel like they're they're in play, especially with the the added playoff spot and you know if, if they can get to nine wins maybe um you know this team could sneak into the playoffs and you know <laughs> the jets <laughs> i don't know what you could say about that team other than you, you gotta fade them and you know you, you're, you're going the, the best head coach of all time versus probably i mean gotta be top five worst of all time um in adam case you know monday night you know the light Lights are going to be shining on these two guys. Uh, give me, give me Bill Belichick to, you know, put put Adam in his place here. Um, yeah, lo- love the love the love the Patriots, and we got to ask our uh, Jets expert here this year and what he thinks. <laughs> I think you guys were both good on the Jets too, if I recall. You guys were both like six and two. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're we're all doing pretty good fading not, on the not, Jets. Not a hard, I mean, <laughs> not I mean, a hard play. I, I'm going to do the same as you guys. I'm going to fade the Jets here. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Um, I I mean, if you look at it, like this Patriots team just always smokes the Jets. Um, especially recent memory when uh, it's been the Adam Gase Jets. Um, they just always 
just smoked them. Um, I know that that's not exactly fair to say because this is a brand new Patriots team without Tom Brady with Cam Newton, um, one that's a, a different style than what they have been. But I, I just don't have any faith in this Jets team at all. And I, I mean, this is a low over under and. Usually, if it's a lower over under, you know, maybe I'd like to prefer taking the points, but I just don't have faith in this chance team to put up those points. So I, I, I think the Patriots are going to be absolutely fine covering it. I don't feel uh, confident enough to bet on it, but I, I do like the Patriots here. Alrighty. So uh, just to recap, our locks of the week, we've got the. Ravens. I spelled that wrong. Yes. <laughs> That's not a hard word to spell it wrong either. <laughs> Racins. <laughs> you just got to flip the V on it. Yeah, I had it sideways. <laughs> Ravens minus two and a half, Adam. Uh, Steelers minus 13 and a half, Robbie. And then I'm on Texans and minus seven. And then Bill O'Reilly would be proud. We're, we're doing it live for the podcast parlay. Uh, so, guys, we all agree on the following games. We're all on the Texans, we're all on the Ravens, we're all on the Broncos, we're all on the Raiders, we're all on the Steelers, we're all on the Dolphins, we're all on the Bucks, and we're all on the Patriots. So there's a lot to choose from here. I don't want to do Texans. I'm out on the Texans. That's, okay. the, only, that's the only one I feel. Texans and Raiders. I can do any other ones. Okay. I feel like, like the Broncos and Buccaneers are two that we should consider to replace what we have right now. You know? Yeah, so let's see. We had originally thought Patriots minus seven, Ravens minus two and a half, Steelers minus thirteen and a half. I'm fine keeping the Ravens and the Steelers. Um, I think if anything, maybe we we sub the Patriots. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that's I, I would get, probably get the do that. Yeah, Patriots out. Who okay. who do we want in there? Do you want to do the Bucks or the Broncos? I was feeling Bucks. pretty good about the Broncos personally. And the only thing is that Falcons Get that offense. juice, though, too. Get that juice in there. Get that money line. I got the juice now. So let's, let's do the Broncos. Are we going to do a money line? Oh, yeah. I'm, I uh, want to do a money line. Robbie okay. doesn't want to do it. Robbie doesn't want to do it. Let's do a money line. <laughs> All right. All so, right. I love if, it. If you, don't, if you don't like it out there, if you don't like the Broncos money line, you know, go, follow us with the points then. There you go. All right. So Broncos money line, Ravens minus 2.5, Steelers minus 13.5 is our podcast parlay of the week uh guys uh i think that's gonna do it for us this week so um we're getting ready here we're done just in time to uh, head down watch oh, thursday night football minutes. yeah wow. yeah just in time so uh great job guys this week good luck to everybody with their uh, betting and uh you know we'll see how things turn out but uh we'll see you next week